Blog Talk Radio. The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insights, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe. Felix Oledo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house, and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior. Ah. So sit back and relax because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks. Welcome, everybody, to Pipe Bomb Radio tonight. Who would have thought we'd come back one week after we were just on the air? Well, I think we're going to make September a special month. Nonetheless, uh, we're back this week uh, to honor the legacy of one of the greatest wrestling managers, well, in my opinion, the greatest wrestling manager in in the history of professional wrestling, that being Bobby the Brain Heenan, who passed away this weekend. I believe he was at the age of 72, possibly 73. And... We are going to talk a little bit about his life and times, and the fact is he was truly one of the best, if not the best out there. In the meantime, what we also were planning on doing tonight was also touch on the upcoming Raw pay-per-view, No Mercy. A lot to talk about with that because, you know, uh, I got to stay weary of our boy Alex because he gets very, very defensive when I talk about his, 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 his longtime hero and uh, close personal friend, you know, John Cena, but, you know. That is what it is. In the meantime, I got Alex here joining me. Nate might be fashionably late, but then again, that's the Godfather for you. All right, I should say that is uh, Alex's daddy for you. <laughs> What's up, Felix? How are we doing tonight, man? Doing good, doing good. I haven't, you know, it's crazy. I usually am able to keep up with the the shows we're on SmackDown. I haven't been able to sit down and actually watch any of them yet, and I'm disappointed, but, you know, I'll get over it. You know, just like when Cena will lose on Sunday, you know, I, you know you'll cry cry a river, but you'll get over it. Hey, you know what? I mean, it's, it's you know, Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker, practically retired him. So, I mean, you know, oh, if, if, he beats oh. Cena, if, if he beats if he beats Cena, you know, uh, it is what it is. You know, I mean, uh, what you're going to do, right? <laughs> yeah. You could not graciously accept that. You just had to hit right below the belt, didn't you? You know, you tried to you tried to sneak that in there, so I wanted to make sure that we were on an evil, even playing field. But uh, but I'm excited for tonight. You know, I mean, I think uh, <laughs> I, I think um, I think overall, you know, this is a very special occasion and a very uh, not so much of a special occasion, but you know, it's 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 a fitting moment to have this show tonight and, uh, you know, to, to celebrate the life and the career of Bobby the Brain Heenan, a man who revolutionized professional wrestling in his own right and uh, an iconic figure for the sport. And, and, I mean, obviously we have a big No Mercy card stacked up ahead of us, but uh, but I'm, I'm definitely excited tonight and see how, how this goes and kind of change the pace of things. You know, I think the wrestling fans are going to enjoy it. And, again, we're here doing what we love to do and, and – uh, we're blessed and fortunate to be able to enjoy these type of moments and talk wrestling and, and celebrate people for what they've been able to do. And, and you know, I'm, I'm excited. So let's, let's, let's make something happen. 
So basically, you're saying you're excited. I am very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am always. Uh, you know, I. Getting into wrestling, I, I got into wrestling, gosh, I want to say it was late 1988, early 1989, way, way, way before Alex's time. Uh, and, you know, people talk about Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler as two of the greats, uh, that played by, you know, that were a commentary team. And they were great. Don't get me wrong. They were truly the voice of the 90s for, for a lot of us. But I grew up in the era of the voice of primetime wrestling, you know, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla, or as they called them, uh, Abbott and Costello. You know, those two worked off each other. They fed off each other. Their, their energy, they kept up, you know, they throw their one-liners out there. And I think half the time, and I know you've seen a lot of the pay-per-views that they've called, their matches that they did, the matches that they had for the pay-per-views were sometimes outshadowed by the commentary team. They were so good on the on, on the mics there. They were just – people would rather listen to the, to the commentary than the actual matches themselves. Uh, I'll give you an example. The Royal Rumble 1992, arguably one of the greatest Royal Rumbles, in my opinion, of all time. A, a stacked – you know, they had a stacked card there. They had a, 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 a who's who in that Rumble. And all I can remember is hearing Bobby and, and Gorilla on, on, on commentary and his reaction when Ric Flair came out as number three. You know, just just moments like that, I look back and I just loved, loved, loved what I grew up during that era and got to watch Bobby on my television and thankful and blessed as I was when I said this when I met Piper. I I met Roddy Piper in 2015, actually uh, on the way home from from the airport, and I met uh, I met Bobby that same year. In this case, I went to WrestleCon over there in uh, oh gosh, I want to say it was in San Jose, possibly up in Northern, Northern California. And I did not want to miss an opportunity to, to, to meet him because over the years, the last several years of his life, his health was deteriorating. And he, you know, he was still, he had still that fire, that, that spunk, that, that wit that, you know, only Bobby had. And getting the chance to meet him, sure, it wasn't in, you know, his best of conditions, but I didn't see that. I, I looked at an opportunity to meet an icon, and I'm so thankful I did because not many people yeah. were able to meet him. And I know I can say that I was definitely one of the few, the very few and the many that got to meet him. But, uh, you know, you know, there was something there you, was know. you said, you know, you said something just a little bit ago about how, how sometimes you're watching these matches and the guys on commentary make them just so much better than what they could have been or what they were supposed to be, you know, and, and obviously when mm-hmm. you look at the sport of professional wrestling, everything is a group effort. Uh, from from the referee to the talent, guys behind the microphone to the ring announcer, everything makes a match what it is. And um, you know, growing up and seeing guys, you know, I mean, obviously in, in my era, you know, seeing Jim Ross, and um, mm-hmm. even in WC, like guys like Mike Tanay and and you know Bobby the Brain Heenan when he did have his run uh, as a commentator, you know, those guys added personality, they added flavor, they added insight, intel. Um, they, they added years and years and years of knowledge, and that is truly what makes professional wrestling great. And that is truly one of the things that we love Bobby the Brain Heenan about. You know, the fact that he was a personality, and he was his own person. Nobody else like him. You, you can't copyright him. You can't. You can't try to. You can't 
try to make a, a, a stunt double or anything like that. There was only one. And simply guys like him that made matches so much better and commentary so much better because of what they were able to add and their insight. And, I mean, that man has been there, done that, has done it all. And that's what made him so well around him. And, uh, and, and here we are, you know, now it's just, Unfortunately, the, the heavens are getting pretty full up there. That I'm sure there'll be a battle royal in no time because there's a lot of talent up there now. And uh, Bobby's Bobby's the, the 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 newest addition to uh, the Holy Family up there. But I mean, it's it's it, it really these last like couple of years really do show you to, to to cherish people for what they have done, cherish people for what they do, and um, sure. you know, and 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 to be able to live in the era where you were able to see Bobby the Brain Heenan and, and guys like Roddy Roddy Piper and, you know, just all these different, I mean, we can go on and on and on, you know, guys like the Macho Man, sure. Dusty Rhodes. I mean, we got to live to see and experience some of these guys that, I mean, truly were we're basically like founding fathers of professional wrestling. So I'm very excited that, you know, that, that we're able to do this tonight. And, and, you know, it really just showed to appreciate everybody for being the talent that they are. Um, we, we often overlook and we often, you know, just take things for granted. Like, uh, I mean, perfect example, look, look at Ric Flair, you know, obviously he, he's never an afterthought, but a lot of times we just like, Oh yeah, Ric Flair's not on TV anymore. So we don't think of him, but, Obviously, when something so drastic happens to where his life was on the line, everybody was just like, oh, man, we're all scrambling. And, um, you know, but, but now, I mean, I'm, I'm very glad that he's making a speedy recovery. Uh, but you got to look at it like, you know, appreciate and cherish everything that he's done. Enjoy him while he's still here. Enjoy him while he's running around with the I Ain't Dead Yet Mother Effort t-shirt. Um, you know, it's, it's <laughs> you know. Hey, that that shows you the type of person he is and the type of fighter he is. And and you know, again, we need to appreciate these guys for what they've done because wrestling will never, ever be the same again. You got that right, humanoid. Hey. No response? I thought okay, maybe you're Hammenager. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I uh drank a little bit of water. No. You know, it took a little bit out of me. No, you know, no, no. I'm starting. No, you're I'm fine. Yeah, with you the, did. You definitely had a lot, of, lot to say there. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, honestly, I know um, going back to some of the classic moments growing up, there was, you know, I sat and talked with Elio uh, before we came on tonight, and uh, we were trying to figure out some, there was just so many, so, so many moments over the last 30, 40 years. How could you choose just the right moments? There's just there's just too many to choose from. Now, clearly, I definitely could have put a lot more on, but we are only a two-hour show, and right. th- let's be honest. Over the, over the last let's see, over the last four and a half years, there are very very rare moments that we do push the show push the guest list aside for a moment and honor the life and times of legends that have come and gone. You know, like a Paul Bear, like a Sensational Sherry, like a Roddy Piper, Ultimate Warrior, Dusty Rhodes, just, just to name a few. And I, I, you know, you, how could you not include the brain in that? You know, right. he, even when he did his commentary with, oh, I'm thinking back to SummerSlam 1991. Not the greatest SummerSlam of all time, clearly, 
But the commentary, <laughs> the commentary team, Bobby, Gorilla, and Piper on the uh, on the mic there. You can't get no better than that. Piper and he was one of the most quick-witted people you'll ever meet, and Bobby was no slouch. Let me tell you, if you haven't seen SummerSlam '91, for that matter, Survivor Series '91, or just anything that involved those three together, a lot of it was prime time. For those who grew up in this era and don't recall that time of the era, get on YouTube, look it up, WWE Network, look it up. If you don't find that humorous, you don't know what the hell you're watching. Then just don't be a wrestling fan. Don't call yourself a wrestling fan because, I mean, those are some classic moments. And anybody who's a true wrestling fan, going back that far, just in being, just sitting back and enjoying these moments, truly some of the greatest times in, in wrestling history for sure. And <clears throat> what I will do, we're going to cut to this because it's a, it is a very long clip, but this is the reason why I only got one clip. Because as we said, there's just so many to choose from. And sometimes these things, <laughs> I think Elio was telling me he found a clip that was 44 minutes. As much as I would love to sit there and just listen to it, that's just too long. That's, that's just <laughs> too long. And, you know, if we sat down and did this another time or even, dare I say, maybe our end-of-the-year show, maybe I can even bring in a couple of clips and, and, and play them that time and, and just enjoy and sit back and just relax because those are just classic moments. But like I said, I, I do have a moment a clip here that I'm going to go ahead and play. It's, it's, about, it's not quite 12 minutes, but nonetheless, like I said, I, I feel like I, I need to do this just this one time. So we can go back Let's in time it. to Tuesday Night Titans with Bobby Gorilla and Mean Gene Okerlund. So sit back and enjoy, folks. Yes, here we go. <laughs> oh, my. You know, there's some, uh, some rather interesting reading in the latest edition of the World Wrestling Federation magazine. King Kong Bundy's on the cover, but also covered extensively uh, the World Wrestling Federation announcers. Here you see Kenny Resnick with the heavyweight champion. And also, guests of ours right now, the co-host of a program that is called Primetime Wrestling is a gentleman by the name of Bobby Heenan, and the host, of course, my compatriot and very dear, close, personal friend. The man is a classic. Please welcome Gorilla Monsoon. Come on in. Well, Gorilla? The host usually sits here. That's, that's correct. That's where I'm sitting, right here, Bob. Bobby Heenan, sit down, please. He's been having quite a problem with this uh, host uh, thing, Gene. But uh, does that uh, not agree with, with, with you, uh, Mr. Heenan? I beg your pardon? Gorilla Monsoon is the host of Primetime Wrestling. You'd like to think so, maybe. But the people tune in to see me, not oh. to hear his rhetoric. Well, you get to work with all the gems, Jesse Ventura and now this jabroni. Well... You know, he's only on a shoestring to begin with, you. I told him, you know, don't tie up a lot of money mm -hmm. in makeup. Yeah, you know. uh, don't, don't quit your day job. I don't have a day job. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't even compare to your night job. Oh, what, wait a minute. What do you mean by that, Bobby Heenan? Let's I, be more specific. I talked to the attorneys. I don't want to go into that. What you did in Vegas, that's your business. 
Why would he bring that up? Uh, because he's clutching for right. straws, Junior. Gorilla, recently on Primetime Wrestling, I'd like to show the folks how well you and Mr. Heenan work together. We're going to take a little clip here. I think uh, it involves Japan. Let's take a look from Primetime Wrestling. We're getting set for our Primetime feature. Who are you calling, Bob? You know who I'm calling? I'm calling the president of the USA Network. For what? For what? I'm not going to be jobbed out here on television. I'm not going to have them throw a tape like that, embarrass me, and you're going to be out of a job, pal. They well, put me on hold. I'll be in a minute. Well, while you're on hold, you might check with your bank because I'm sure that uh, King Tonga is going to be putting some garnishes on your wages until he gets his 15 grand. Like I told you and everybody else, don't anybody else worry about t my money, Stud's money, or King Tonga. I thought you, you worry about your guy. How come you're on hold? I ain't getting through to me. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm getting through to you. That's He's going to get through to me, I mean. <laughs> Plenty of action yeah. still to come here Bobby, on Primetime Wrestling, a big six-man tag time. team match feature, putting on the tights, luscious no, John Diane, along with the, the Dream call. Team. Some tremendous action coming up. It's probably, are you making a collect call? Just, Give just me a the break. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, real smooth. The two of you work real well. Did you ever get through to the president Ooh. of the USA Television Network? Kay Kopowitz. You're trying to get my yeah. job or have me can do. Well, you I was trying to get through, and then he uh, made such a big stink about it, I could never get through. It wasn't my fault. calling collect, Gene. I wasn't I, calling collect. I that. Bobby Heenan, I'm very curious. What about, the, what about the 15 grand that you owe King Tonga? You owe that man $15,000. Oh, I owe him $15,000. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to try weasel out of that bet, too. What do you mean weasel, weasel out of anything? Yeah, now, wait a minute. Let me explain something. You've, you've got some explaining to do. To who? And some money to pay. See, uh, yes, I think to King Tonga and to the wrestling this fans like of the world. like visiting hours at San Quentin. You mind if I talk to one at a time? Go ahead. Okay, now I'm going to be specific here. I own, I owe King Tonga nothing. How do you figure? He slammed Big John Studd. The world saw it. Okay, buddy. Let me explain something to you, pal. John Studd was kind enough to give the... Up Are you paying attention? I'm, I'm paying attention. Go right ahead. You got something under the desk there you'd like to bring out? <clears throat> Not really, but go ahead. Continue on with your story. <laughs> I was like, there's a word at home. Well, the sales rep for Tom McCann or something. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, by the way, just happens to be one of the shoes that uh, Gorilla Monsoon walked into our studio with. And it, it looks, looks like, is that snow tread? Yeah, that's uh, for the What size weight. is that? That's a Gorilla size. My God, man, that must be a 15. 15 triple E. My word. Can't build a big house on a small... Bobby family. Heenan, don't go away. Gorilla Monsoon, stand by. I'm we're going to get to that... I'm something. You're showing shoes. <laughs> it figures. What's next? Socks? No, no. We're going to be going to Japan. It's right around the corner when TNT continues. We're right back. Uh, guests of mine right now, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, the host of Primetime Wrestling. Gene, you know, we're always on, seems like we're always on Bobby's case all the time, but, you know, we should get into something that he's comfortable with and, and something that he enjoys talking about and something that's dear to him, like the uh, Japanese stars, the uh, giant machine, the super oh. machine that are coming here to the yes. United States. As a matter of fact, they are, and as you know, I recently spent, what was it, two and a half, three weeks? Four days. Four days. Let's, <laughs> let's, time flies when you're having fun. Let's take a look at this. Schools, you're very articulate, apparently, in the English language. I can't believe it. Yes. Educated right here. 
the University of Tokyo. Ah. Master's degree in education. Mm-hmm. Also master's degree in business administration. I see. He is also educated in the University of Tokyo. Uh, tell me, the anticipation of the fans in the United States for the machines, the giant machine and the super machine, your thoughts? We are very, very happy about going to your country. Yes. It is an honor, a great honor for us because we have been told by our mentor, our stable master, Wakamatsu-san, ah. in order to be not only good in your country, in order to be good in the world, you must go to United States. Number one. Number one, Ichiban. Ichiban. Right now, yeah. the two of you are number one in Japan, hopefully to be number one in the United States and the world. In the world. That is correct. We are also told in order to be number one in the world, we must fight in WWF. In the World Wrestling Federation. Correct. That too, gentlemen, Ichiban. Right. Very curious. Any talk about a, a manager in the World Wrestling Federation? We have uh, an advisor now, Wakamatsu-san, here. here in Japan. He has been in contact with uh, one Lou Albano. Oh, Captain Lou Captain. Albano. Yes. He's very popular, very famous manager in the World Wrestling Federation. Now, Wakamatsu-san says, uh, Mr. Albano-san will take care of us, guide us. Oh, he'll take care of us. Give advice. <laughs> Listen, I'm very curious. Competition in the United States, in the World Wrestling Federation. Have you heard about any of the, the competition there? It's second to none. It's that to remind, we, we challenge everybody. Everybody. Including Hulk Hogan? Hulk, Hulk Hogan's Hogan. on number one in the world now. Yes, uh, he is Ichiban. Uh, you take a look at, uh, how about the magnificent Morocco? Morocco. I've got a couple for you. Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy. You've heard of them. Yes. Uh, they have a manager. Anytime. Yes. Anytime. See, you know something? Your voice sounds familiar, and I get the distinct impression that I've met you someplace before. Never, Mr. Tiverman. Never. First never, time I see you. Perhaps, perhaps you are mistaken. We are very popular here in Japan, I'm sure. Maybe I've seen a magazine. In magazine. Oh, Maybe I've seen you on sure. TV or, or, or in a magazine here in Japan. I, it makes sense. Good point, gentlemen. I thank you. Well, Bobby Heenan, Gibraltar Monsoon, I'm certain you found that little piece of business uh, quite interesting. Gene, you know, I've been to Japan, uh, oh my God, dozens of times over the years. And Beautiful country. Two of the biggest Japanese guys I've ever seen in my life. Monsoon, world. please. Don't try to inf you know, don't try to pull a number on these people. They're not bright anyway, but don't try to <laughs> make it look any worse than it is. That is Andre the Giant. You know it. You know it. You I know it. it. Can you and prove these it? Poor can you prove it? Can I prove it? Yes. Yes, I can How prove can it. How can you prove it? There, you could take 25 Japanese wrestlers and stand them on each other's head, and they're not going to hit seven feet that's, tall. That's not true, Bobby. That is Andre the Giant. Did that sound like a Japanese man Andre talking? you Andre the Giant on your... You've been brainwashed by Andre the Giant. They, they, were, they were educated at Tokyo University. They're, they're not artistic. educated. Did that man sound like Andre the Giant to you? Hey, Answer look, me that. No, this is a Japanese, Japanese magazine. magazine this, right here's right. the proof. This is a Japanese magazine. I was there. These people are Japanese. I saw you go up. You uh, look a little familiar. You think I well, buy it, that? It just reminded me of, of, of Andre, the, Andre the Giant. Because of yeah. his the, the bigger size. man, because yeah. of his size. Yeah. Yeah. My well, God, how many people hole. do you have walking around the block that stand seven foot four and weigh over 500 pounds? There Not are no Japanese that do that. 
There are no Japanese people that are educated in an American school and wind up talking French. Well, Don't I'll you understand what? that, pal? Wait, stop, stop. Andre the hey, Giant is suspended hey, anyway, so stop, I think that's... Stop, I'm talking. You maybe don't know who I am. I'm the host. Now, you people, is that Andre the Giant or not? Yeah! Boy, you really... I didn't mean to stump you with a hard question. That is Andre the Giant. I, I will say this. I, I doubt whether it's Andre the Giant. You're entitled well, to your Andre, opinion. Andre, he had Andre suspended anyway, Gene, so... Yeah, you worked yes, that Yes, I did. There's yes, another I guy did. you stiffed for 15 grand. I didn't stiff anybody. He's suspended, but that is Lou Albano's and the World Wrestling Federation's way to do a number on me. They're bringing them back with a mask on. The other guy, I'm not sure who that is, but I'll find out. That's not true, buddy. Well, mask or no mask, if a guy is suspended, he's suspended. Have you spoken to Jack Tunney, the president of the World I'm Wrestling I'm going to have a meeting with him directly. And you wait and see what's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Something's going to happen. You don't have any influence. I have all. a lot of power in the World Wrestling highly Federation. Highly unlikely. Don't give me that highly unlikely. This is in prime time. You've stuck me enough. I'm out of blood. I can't bleed anymore. Bobby Heenan, excuse me if I can interrupt. I want to get the, the people that really count, I want to get their opinions. Do you indeed believe for a moment that that's Andre the Giant and this is some kind of a, a ploy to undermine Bobby Heenan? Of course not. It's not Andre. That's quite obvious to me. Your thoughts on this. Your thoughts, first of all, on Bobby Heenan. How would you like to uh, be doing business with this guy? How would you like to have him do your books? <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> well, a difference of opinion here. Perhaps this young lady might render an opinion regarding uh, Mr. Heenan, the co-host of uh, Primetime Wrestling. I wouldn't trust him. Now, I like that. I wouldn't trust him as far as... Let's talk to the guy here that sold the Hathaway shirts. What do you think? Is that Andre the Giant or not? No, it isn't. See, he's only got one eye. How would he know? He only sees half the guy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to conduct it. You mind? Uh, what about this? Well, you got good taste in men. How about you, dear? What do you think? Is that Andre the Giant? No way. No way. Sweetheart, I like the, uh, I like the T-shirt. I almost got carried away there. I almost taking myself back in the, the DeLorean and didn't wasn't ready to come on back. Uh, what can I say? Now, obviously, if you guys remember growing up uh, watching uh, Tuesday Night Titans and just have the the involvement of the of the audience there, Bobby can <laughs> Bobby can definitely get the the get it get that get get himself over with the crowd quite easily, in fact. And I definitely enjoyed listening to that. But I actually have. Oh gosh, I have a story myself. Uh, as we start, we're gonna go ahead and uh, move on to the next segment of the show. But I do have a story, and then we'll get our final thoughts here on Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, the story for me was, I want to say it was, oh, I want to say it was 2006. I can't remember if it was 2005 or not, but nonetheless, I was in, at the Hall of Fame ceremony, and okay, you know what? It was 2006, and Bobby was inducting the Blackjacks. Uh, that Blackjack Lanza and Blackjack Mulligan. God rest his soul, uh, Mr. Mulligan. Anyways, um, Bobby gets introduced, and he pulls one over on all the people in the audience. Here's how he does. He gets up to the mic. He says, you know, he's calming down the audience. He says, he announces that there is one, uh, to check everybody under their, check under their seats, because there's tickets and backstage passes to WrestleMania. So Mike, Mike, like a dummy, we all check under the seats, and he says, oh, by the way, it's, what is today? It's April 1st, right? But I'm uh, got gotcha. you. 
But <laughs> that was Bobby. That was Bobby. And I'm just glad I was able to be there and be a part of that because he, he was there. Exactly, yes. He, he, was in, he, in, he was an inductor in 2005 and 2006. And I want to say 2007. I don't remember, but I know for sure. Oh, five and six for sure. But that was a great, great time. And uh, I, for one, am glad he's not suffering anymore, but I will definitely miss his presence in this world. But I know he's going to be, like you said earlier, reunited with the guys up in, up in heaven and uh, call any action with Gorilla and Piper, if Piper's not already in the action himself. But um, it was a good run. Surely one of the greatest of all time. He did it all. He wrestled yep. and he managed. And he was a commentator. And there was really, right. to quote the Macho Man, nobody ever did it any better. My thoughts. Right. And with that, Alex, any final thoughts? No, you know, once again, you know, the wrestling world has lost uh, a patriarch of, of this sport. And, and uh, you know, to, to, his, to his family, friends, all of his loved ones, you know, are, he's in our thoughts and prayers, and they're in our thoughts and prayers as well. And uh, may, may the suffering now be at rest, and may he, you know, now, now live his life in peace and, and uh, you know, enjoy the next chapter. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, man, he was just so quick-witted, you know, someone who could just think on the fly and if it, don't, don't you dare get into a shootout with him because he's just going to, I mean, <laughs> he, he is – and forever will be the brain for a reason, you know. I mean, it's it's not just like, oh, hey, this sounds cool. I mean, I'm just going to stick this on my name. No, he represented every bit of it. So, um, you know, he he will be truly missed in the sport. And and again, you know, uh, I'm sure everybody feels just as appreciative of everything that he's done and contributed to the to the sport of professional wrestling. And um, there will be no one else to be able to take his shoes or even fill them. So, uh, you know, Godspeed. We love your brain, and we thank you for all your years of uh, entertainment. With that said, uh, we move on to the next segment of the show, and, excuse me, and then we talk about the upcoming uh, No Mercy card. Well, no, it's a raw pay-per-view, No Mercy, coming up this Sunday here in Los Angeles, actually, my neck of the woods. Right. And eh, I'm looking over the card, and meh. Some me, I'm, I'm still me, and I'll tell you why. I will get to each segment that that I feel that that the me kind of feeling, and there are some uh, that I'm looking forward to seeing. I know, I know, right. Alex. Don't 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 get your panties in a wad there. We're we're we haven't hey. talked about your guy yet. Relax, relax. But I, hey, I, look, we're we're good. I'm looking. I'm starting with like the 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 bottom match. I'm I'm, I'm you know. Hey, we can start from the bottom wherever way you want to go. Uh, so we don't have to go there yet. <laughs> <laughs> can, right, can I, can enough, I, pick, can I pick the first one at least? Can, can I pick the first one before you uh, bash bash my hero? <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, knock yourself out, kid. Go for it. Let, let's let's start. Let's start. Um, let's start simple. Let's talk about the champion Neville, the cruiserweight champion Neville versus the challenger mm-hmm. Smack Talker Skywalker himself, Enzo Amore. Okay. Did you want to start, or did you want me to start? No, you start. I, I picked, so you start. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did. You did. Fair enough. Here's the thing with my, my feelings on this, and overall, the Cruiserweight 
Oh, I, you know, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of the cruiserweight division. And it, it, but it's just like, it's just kind of hammering along, just kind of just not doing nothing for me. I love that, love what they, what they're trying to do with it, but it's like, it's, it's just, it's just floundering horribly. I don't have, I'm not going to lose hope, but nonetheless, the match itself, uh, I know they've got a lot invested in Neville, and rightfully so. Hell of a talent. Hell of a talent. But I'm ready for them to give us something, give us, give us a, a, a contender that is going to make it seem like it'd be worthwhile to watch this match. I'm not – I don't want to say I'm not a fan of Enzo, but I'm not a fan of Enzo. You know, I, he, for what he is, he's a good guy on the stick. He, he, there's probably nobody better than him at the moment. But he's with Big Cass out of the picture. They were hope, they hoped that the big man would flourish, and unfortunately, like any and, and like anybody who's in the wrestling business, accidents do happen and injuries do happen. I right. say accidents, but more injuries do happen, and unfortunately, that didn't work out that way. But they still have Enzo, and they really have nothing to do with this guy. So they put him out there and try to see – this is how I see it anyways. They put him on the 205 Live to maybe give him a little bit more entertainment. They got their hoo-ha, ha-ha clowns like they did with Santino, who was their entertainment, their ha-ha person. So they got that with Enzo. Enzo has been their ha-ha. Their, let's put this guy right. out there for laughs because he'll get the crowd going, you know. Boom. Right, of course. Will he be champion? After no mercy, uh, my pick is still Neville. So, you know, this is, this is the part that kind of really gets me uh, with, with this whole thing. So um, I'm, I'm going to look at it from two point of views. I'm, first of all, I'm going to look at it as a fan. Sure. If I'm a fan watching, sure. at this point, how much credibility does Neville have? Because he loses to Akira Tozawa, and then in no time, mm-hmm. he gets his title back. So the king mm-hmm. of the cruiserweights that was up to that point unbeatable, had a, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say this, a meaningless loss, a meaningless loss that meant nothing. And now you're going to get to the point where he gets the title back. We already know he's been beaten and he's beatable. And, you know, now you're going to look at the whole, all right, we're going to bring in Enzo Amore. Now, does, does this basically say that Enzo, if Enzo wins, does this say that he's better than, than Austin Aries? Absolutely mm. not. Um, Enzo is a very, Thank very you. good entertainer. Uh, do, do, do we feel that he's got what it takes to beat Neville? I, I think if he does, it's going to be I, – I just don't want it looking like a comedy act. Now, now, as a wrestler, my point of view on this, you have – 205 Live is, is built on some of the best cruiserweight talent across the world, Period. Guys like Tony Nice, you have uh, Grand Metallic, or however you want to say it. Uh, you know, <laughs> you've got guys like TJP, uh, Rich Swan. You have obviously Neville's in there. Then you have guys, you know, uh, oh, there's just so many right now. Lince Dorado, all these guys that have mm-hmm. nothing but talent, pure, true cruiserweights. Let's look at the word cruiserweights. Does Enzo Amore fit the – thank you, Elio. That's the one I was looking for. Cedric Alexander. I mean, 
when you got when you have someone like Cedric Alexander, you know, I mean, you have all of these guys that have unlimited amounts of talent, and they truly fit the mold of a cruiserweight. Does Enzo Amore fit that mold? I don't see him as a cruiserweight style wrestler, which which possesses that high flying, fast paced style because of what we've seen. Uh, do I think he, he's going to be able to pull it off? Yes, but um, if I was a guy on the 205 Live roster, I'd be a little upset. You know, either one at myself for not stepping up my game to get put in that position, but also having a guy who is on the main roster come down to 205 and take my spot. Um, I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think that um, this is going to produce like what they want. Like they what they want it to. And if Enzo wins, I mean, it's just going to be a little bit of a circus act for a little while until something else brightens up the, the 205 live division. I'm still waiting to see what that might be, but, right. eh, you know, that's one. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go one further and say, this is one that's like, meh. Okay. doesn't really matter who wins because right now they're happy. It, it just hasn't been going as, as good as I would think they would have hoped. Right, but right. We'll see. I mean, like I said, I'm, all hope is not lost. It's just I think they're still trying to find themselves, find that, find where they can do, what they can do with this show. But we'll see. Right. Is it my turn to choose? Is it my turn to choose? Hey. Cheers, Felix. All right. <laughs> oh, he gave me permission. How cool. All right. Well. Let's go with oh, what the hell. Let's go with the IC title, the Miz Mistrage against Jason Jordan. That oh, one, since I chose it, Alex. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh man, I mean, where do we start with this? So so obviously the, the Miz is complaining about not getting the spotlight or e- even a slot on on the last pay per view, um, SummerSlam, but. I mean, let's let's look at it now. So, you have the Miz wanting a match at No Mercy, and now he finally gets it, and it is against none other than the winner of the recent uh, Fatal Six Way. If you want to look at it, you have him one on one against Kurt Angle's son, Jason Jordan. Um, one of the things that I look at when, when when you look at this and you look at the whole breakdown of this match, this is going to go two ways. Again, let's talk about as a fan's point of view. Um, I think I think Jason Jordan's an incredible athlete. He possesses everything that you could possibly want in a uh, professional wrestler. Obviously, he's got a collegiate amateur wrestling background, so you know that his skills and his abilities are true in tune and at, at a very high level. Uh, you've seen him compete over the last couple of weeks against Roman Reigns and John Cena, so obviously he's proving his keep, and he did do very, very well in those matches. But the WWE universe just simply can't get behind him, and I, I, I'm still trying to figure out why. Do they feel that that right now this could be almost like the next superstar is going to be shoved down everyone's throat, kind of like Roman Reigns was, or do you think it's that it's just something that hey, yeah, right? I mean, I mean, do you think that it's just because of the fact that this guy can actually compete and actually wrestle? that is a little bit of his downside. Um, because obviously people are going to look at it like, oh, hey, here's, here's Kurt Angle's quote-unquote son. He's going to come in here now, and now he's getting all the pushes, all the opportunities, and everybody else is taking a back seat. 
Um, but if you look at it, he's really not taking anybody's spotlight. It's not like he got pushed for the the, the, the universal title. He's not in that picture. Um, you know, he obviously had two big matches, but he lost both of them. Uh, you know, so, I mean, he's getting thrown around as well as him doing a little bit of the throwing as well. But um, I think it should be a very competitive match. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope that he does come out victorious. Do I think that, um, you know, I, okay, let's look at it from a, 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 a different point of view now. If Jason Jordan wins this title, what does it do to the Intercontinental Championship? Does it make it relevant? Does it make it more meaningful? Does it mean that things are going to change? Yes, it's going to change because of the fact of who's holding it. Uh, the Miz right now really isn't doing much with it. You know, I mean, I, I honestly, when when was the last time we really saw it mean anything or, or a feud that actually was worthwhile watching the Miz, Miz battle that out? You know, I mean, it, right now it's just kind of like, hey, you know, Here's a guy wrestling for it. He just won a match last week. Uh, Jeff Hardy loses. All right, Miz retains. Now let's see somebody else. But, I mean, this feud has actually been building up uh, secretly and, and kind of like in the, in, in the background of things. So if, if Miz does lose, I mean, yeah, maybe a young Jason Jordan will be able to do something with it. But will the crowd get behind him? I just don't think so. And I think that's going to kind of ruin the, the, the future plans that maybe they have set for him. So um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a really cool match, but um, uh, hang on. Uh, Jason Isaac says Dolph. Jason Dolph is on SmackDown live on Tuesday nights. No mercy is a raw pay-per-view. So uh, wrong show, but um, yeah, Dolph. Awesome. Looking forward to see what he can do. All right, Felix, you, uh... First off, I got somebody. I was looking at your your comments. It says, uh, "I just came for the cute guy. No, I have no idea what's going on." Felix, Felix. Anyways, people love you, uh, and and I'm I'm glad that people are reaching out to, to see you. And, and um, hey, clearly they were not talking people. about me, sunshine, because they can't see me. Oh, hey, look, look at you, man, with the, that catch catchphrase. I wonder who else uses that. No comment. You see, I knew you were a fan. <laughs> I knew you were a fan, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get your to get my my opinion on this particular match. Well, first off, let me just state that I don't think it was the best decision giving Jason Jordan the wink, wink, uh, the the push, and then giving him a, a, a saying that he's Kurt Angle's son. There was really no need for that. None. None whatsoever. Maybe they felt he was floundering and needed an extra boost, if you will. I don't think that would have made any difference right now if they're trying not to link them together right now. As you said, this kid's really – he's hell of a talent. Hell of a talent. But yes. can't seem to get over with the crowd. Very true. Miz, annoying as hell, but good on the mic. He's gotten better in the ring over the years. Still annoying yeah. as hell. He gets the job done. Uh, as far as this match goes, I don't really see it beneficial for Miz to lose just yet. Just yet. If they continue to build with this and give it a little bit more meaning, make it a little more personal, if you will, because apparently personal seems to sell. Just ask Cena and Roman. Personal sells. Yeah, right. We're not even there yet. And no, my not. suggestion, if they want to carry this on for a little bit longer, get Kurt Angle involved in this feud. 
and I don't mean to attack Miz or nothing like that, but that the, the Miz-Taraj maybe attack Jordan at, at, after the match or whatever, or even on Raw the next night, and out comes Kurt, and they end up beating the hell out of him, and it makes it personal. So, therefore, there's a reason now that they need this rematch to happen. Make it personal. Make it seem like there's a reason that people want to invest in this match, invest in and get behind this kid. If that doesn't work, then you're going to have to take the gamble and make this kid a heel. Because you got a lot more leeway when you're a bad guy, and you can do a lot more to piss off the crowd. Right. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. You know, you know, when you look at this whole situation, I, I just, you know, now, obviously they touched on it again a little bit on Monday, and they were like, oh, you know, I mean, when I came over here, you know, I didn't think that, that all this was going to happen. He's like, you knew this was going to happen. We told everybody and blah, blah, blah. You know, I just don't, I don't understand now. Just the, where is this going? Um, I, I, I think they're just trying to keep it afloat before it sinks. Um, but then again, mm-hmm. let's look at it. If, if Jason Jordan was not the rightful person to be the number one contender, then who else? I mean, if you look at anybody who was in, in this match, who else could it be? I mean, obviously you got the Hardys in there, but I mean, why, why either one of them right now? They're not doing the broken gimmick, so if Matt Hardy did it, it really it really doesn't, you know, if Matt Hardy would win it, it it's one thing if he was broken Matt Hardy and now is going for the IC title, but the fact that he's just Matt Hardy, the, uh, no, it, it's, it's, it doesn't do anything for us. Uh, so let's look at Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy just had a chance. He lost. Yeah, it would be cool to see him win it, but, again, nothing that's going to really spark the Intercontinental Division. Um then you're looking at either one of the Miz Taraj. Uh, definitely not happening. Uh, it, it's, I mean, the guys were not doing much before. Not going to be doing anything after, even if they did get the match. Um, and then, uh, correct me, who else was in that match? Um, it was one, two, three, four, five. Who was the sixth person? I'm, I'm, my mind's kind of... I'm sorry, say that again. I said, who was, who was the sixth person in that match? Uh, my mind's kind of going blank on Monday. Oh, I'm Jason sorry. I Jordan didn't watch Monday, so I can't. I couldn't watch. I didn't okay, see it well, yet, so I don't know. Well, it, it, it'll probably hit me in a little bit. But, I mean, when you look at it, um, it's just one of those things, man, that there's really at this point no one it, – it's no one that's going to be a game changer to the uh, – oh, 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 thanks, Justin. Uh, Elias Samson. Another one that what would that really do right now? I mean, it's just again, there's just so many other things going on that they're just doing things to just get by, and um, and I just feel I don't know. I mean, the only thing that's relative in that whole match was Jason Jordan and the Miz. That was the only storyline that they actually had in there that was actually appropriate for the match. So um, again, you know, it's just uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good match, but. If uh, if Jason Jordan does win, I think it might cause a little bit of a hostility within the WWE universe. But I guess we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, true. All right, then. Now it's your turn to start picking. So start picking. All right. Let's see. Um, uh, all right. I was gonna go one route, but I'm gonna go into the women's division. All right. I think I'm gonna go. I into knew it. Division. I knew it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I was about to go the other route with the other two, but um, I, I just I felt like, you know, I have to, I have to change it up a little bit. So, um, first of all, it is 
now a five-way, a fatal five-way women's match for the WWE I mean, that's just stupid. Women's Raw right, Women's Championship. So you have Emma versus Nia Jax, who's been on a roll, versus the returning Bailey, who uh, actually returned Monday night and shocked everybody and came out and kind of threw herself in there, versus the boss Sasha Banks, versus my one and only, wonderful, beautiful, angelic, can't do anything wrong, future wife. Love of my life, Alexa Bliss. So, Felix, um, I'm sorry. Did you say she needs some Pedialyte because she needs a nap? What? I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> Pedialyte. <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I have a. I have a crush on Alexa. Um, you know, you never know. I could see that. All right. <laughs> Everybody on 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 social media is like, wait, what? 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 Wait, what? Yes. I got I got a little thing for little Miss Bliss. Okay. No. <laughs> she cannot do any wrong, okay? Oh, Jesus. All right. So, since you picked it, I got do you want me to talk about it first? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. <laughs> He's like, of course. First off, the five-way match, too much. Too much. It, it, they have nothing going. There's not an actual rivalry going on in this. Although all of these, all the, all five of these seem to be intertwined, working together each week, and, and then they throw Emma into the mix. <sighs> Alas, there's nothing going on for the women's division on Raw. This is why they bring in Asuka. I think that she will be a difference maker, a huge one at that. Ooh. And if I had my wish, if I had my wish, Asuka would come out and beat the holy hell out of the winner of the match between these five ladies and claim her yeah. spot as the next number one contender. If I had my wish. I don't know how her health is at the moment, but that would seem like a smart booking right there. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. I'm not a fan right. of Alexa Bliss. Still not yet. Clearly Alex knows this. I'm on the fence right now with Sasha. My girl's just not been doing it lately. Yeah. Bailey, Injury prone. Unfortunately, I'm just like, I'm just like, blech. I'm so, I'm so, not, I'm not even disgusted with her. I'm just disgusted how they've handled her up to this point. That's another story. Jet, Nia Jax. Well, I've heard Vince McMahon refer to her as the Andre the Giant of the women's division. I don't know how to take that. Now, clearly, yeah. she is a force to be reckoned with. Goes without saying. Yes. But I feel like she's still trying to find herself. She's a big woman. She can move. But I feel like she still has a lot to prove. Emma, they had nothing going for this girl. So they just threw her in just to kind of spice it up a little bit. Again, when you don't have nothing going on, what do you do? Fatal four-way, fatal five-way, fatal three-way, fatal one-way. You know, I'm sorry. There's no such thing as a fatal one-way, but you get my point. Fatal one-way. There's nothing going on. Get in the ring and wrestle yourself. Well, I've heard people can go F themselves, but I guess maybe they can go wrestle themselves too, you know. Yeah, hey. I've done it as a drill before. As far um, <laughs> as, no, far no, as picking I, a winner. Yeah, yeah. Who, who do you have? As far as picking a winner. Oh, God. Um, my personal choice to see win this five-way would be Nia. But I know that's not going to happen. And unfortunately, the little annoying uh, teenage drama queen 
is going to come out this winning. Alas, if, like I said, I have my wish, Oscar would come out and decimate this woman, totally take her out of action. Not completely yet. And say, I'm yeah. here, and this title is coming to me. So that's my pick. I would like Nia to win it, but I don't think she will. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be the same situation, kind of like in the, the, the fatal four-way that we had with Brock, Samoa, Roman, and, and Braun Strowman. Braun's over, uh, obviously the the, uh, the odds-on favorite, so Nia Jax is the odds-on favorite for this match. Um, I don't think she's going to come out with it, not just yet. Um, I think somehow Alexa's going to retain because Sasha Banks, it's just, it's not working out. Uh, you know, I think that just, um, you know, the, the, the deck is stacked against her. Bailey, uh, I think she's going to be kind of in, in, in that final mix-up, and, and she's going to just, it's going to slip out of her hands. Emma, Emma might be the sleeper. It would be funny to see if she if she actually did win it because nobody in the world is betting on her. Um yeah, but but I think I think Alexa Bliss is right. I think I think Alexa Bliss is going to come out with it. Um, but real quick, while we're talking women's division and we're talking about Asuka, have you heard or read mm-hmm. about WWE? Because they're they're they posted on their site uh, a return of Paige. Um, where is she going to go? Is she going to go to SmackDown? Is she going to go to Raw? Do you think you could see Paige and Asuka duke it out at some point? I mean. Um, I mean, hey, uh, I, I mean, Paige is, is she, she's coming up in the near future, and, and uh, you know, do you think she's going to make a comeback? I do, I do, and at this point, I think it'd be better her for her suited to go back to Raw. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because cool. they've got well, yeah, Maria, my, my pick is Maria, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, SmackDown's got they. I mean, right now they're doing pretty good over there. I mean, Natalia, Flair, uh, Becky, Naomi, Carmella. I mean, they they got a, they got enough over there. Becky Lynch is there. Um, but I mean, the, the Raw Women's Division, aside from those five, pretty much all they have at the moment. So adding Oscar as a sixth mm-hmm. person, I mean, Paige Paige would be good in there. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean. Obviously, you know, obviously everybody knows the whole page situation, but, I mean, I think we're over it at this point. Um, you know, hey, we, we're all, you know, young and stupid at some point in our lives, and we're, we're trying to get our things together, and, you know, things happen. So, I mean, it's, it's easily forgivable. It's not like she's anything like that wrong. Um, it's just it got out, Well, if right? they can forgive uh, Seth Rollins for his thing, then I'm pretty sure they can forgive yeah, Paige right, for right, her. Right. And Paige, look, I salute you. I salute you, Paige. For setting the standard for a lot of people out there, okay? So, um, kudos to you, Paige. Um, <laughs> hopefully your comeback is great. <laughs> so, on to the next one. Actually, you didn't give me a winner on this one. Who, who was your winner? I did, I did, I did. Um, well, I, you don't have I, to I'm, ask. I'm still going to go. I'm, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss, obviously. A big shocker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As far as the next match... Let's see. All right, why not? Let's go with the tag team title match. Dean Ambrose and Rollins versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. What you got on that? What you know about that? 
You know, I'm I'm actually excited for this match because, you know, we've been talking about how the tag team division hasn't been doing much, but obviously if you really look at it, Sheamus and Cesaro has has actually been performing very, very well as a tag team. And I think that they're actually a little underrated for how good they are as a tag team. Um, obviously, they're building they're building chemistry. Um, I thought the uh, the tag match with the Hardys was really was really good, but um, but you know I, I think Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins they're very good at, at tag teaming as well, and I think both of these teams are going to mix and mesh very well, and I think they're going to have a very very good match. Uh, Seth Rollins is just an incredible talent. Dean Ambrose, we all know what he's capable of. Um, and and but, but Sheamus and Cesaro are such a good ground and pound uh, versatile tag team. I really really think this match can potentially be one of the sleepers, and it could steal the show. But uh, but think so, huh? My, yeah yeah oh yeah, and, and I think obviously I'm going to pick uh, the Shield uh, 2.0. They're they're going to win this. <laughs> All right. Well. First off, okay, I don't. I'm, I haven't been impressed with the tag team division in a long time. I'm not bashing them, but I've just not been impressed, which is why they. I, I just feel like they're throwing people together to see to see if it'll work, if it'll stick, if you will. And for what it's worth, Cesaro and Sheamus have worked. Kudos, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, although they have a past. It was kind of. It just seemed like the anticipation for those two to actually be reunited was more interesting than the match than, than the tag team title match itself. It was only obviously evident that the tag team the title the title was going to head to these guys anyways. So going into the rematch at uh, No Mercy, <clears throat> I jeez. <sighs> I would have to go with the fact that I think they'll hold on to the title. I'm kind of, I'm like, eh. it don't, this is another one that's like, eh, meh. You know, does it really matter who wins? There hasn't really been any spark in that tag team division to give, to really right. have anybody to get behind. I mean, the whole reuniting of, of the Shield was what it was. It it brought the crowd in, emotionally invested into, the, into both of these characters. But let's be honest, Seth and Dean, had nothing to else to do, nothing in the title picture. They're not involved in the main event picture. So what else is there? Put them in there, tag team titles, old Shield feelings coming back to you, and you're like, yeah. You know, before you know it, you hear the Shield music come out, and come up, and, and, and they're coming through the crowd again, and just for old time's sake, because you know they love that nostalgia feeling. WWE is all about nostalgia. So again, my pick would be Dean and Seth. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just goofed on something here. I picked a match, but I and I, and I should have let you start off, and I didn't. So, again, my bad. Wait. I got carried away. You know me. No, no, no. wait, no. You picked the match, and I did start. I already I already gave my prediction. Okay, and then I'm just getting oh, flat out senile. Man, you, you, I, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm really tired, or I'm getting very forgetful in my old age. I don't remember you even talking about them right now. Oh, well. Mind, mind freeze for a moment. <sighs> I just feel like I talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and didn't give me a chance to talk. My bad. Jeez. Oh, man, you're good. You're good. <laughs> hey, it, it happens. Look, I'm saying, you know, it's late, age, you're tired. I get it. 
No big deal. <laughs> That's what I'm here. I am here to make you better. And I, I'm, I'm just here. I'm like, wait a second. You, you know, you, you got everything right. We're, we're still going about this fair. We didn't skip turns or jump or cut in front of each other. And you didn't, you didn't get long winded or cut me off. You're totally good, man. All right. All right. Appreciate that. Look, you're still giving everybody the gift of Felix. So hey, listen in, man. Oh Jesus. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Much love, bro. All right. All right, Michael. All right, well, All right I guess man. this leads. So we're we're starting to wind it down. So, yeah, we're we're down to the last three matches of of the uh, of the card in no particular order, by the way. But um, right. I'm gonna pick Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. I like this feud. Go for it. Oh wait, that's me to go first. It's so, you. I keep forgetting the system, the, the the rules here. But anyways. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I like the feud. I do like the feud. I I like where it's going. I feel like there could be so much more they can put into this if they keep it going. Because neither one really, they don't really have anything else, and they've invested so much already that they have one final showdown at uh, the Survivor Series. Maybe, maybe the he, Bray Wyatt reunites. <laughs> The uh, the Wyatt family for one night. Nah. Ben Balor gets, nah. gets his own team set up, and they go to battle one last time. One scenario. Another scenario is they have one last clash, one last clash, excuse me, end the feud once and for all. Or could this be the one that ends it all? Because they, 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 the, the demon came out, and Bray Wyatt, you know, it was what it was. Now, this one is just a regular match with Finn Balor against Bray Wyatt. What's to be expected out of this? I don't know if there's anything that could be. Could we be seeing a debut of a new star? (laughs) One can only hope. But as far as this match itself, they're not – they haven't really – I feel like they haven't really invested a whole lot into Bray. It's a shame because he's a hell of a talent. He's great on that mic but I don't see him leaving as a winner. I don't. I have to go with Finn Balor in this one. You, you know, th- this is one of these matches that, that can go either way because obviously in summer, at SummerSlam, Agreed. Finn Balor has defeated Bray Wyatt. Um, so w- when you look at Finn versus Bray 2, um, you know, the, what, what is this going to do if Bray, Bray Wyatt does win? What 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 point is this going to prove? Because now it's one one. You're going to have to do something to put it away once and for all, or sure. Finn Balor win, and then again, I mean, what what purpose is it for them wrestling again when Finn Balor already won uh, the first time? Even though now he's going to have to beat him as quote unquote just regular Finn Balor, uh, the demonless Balor, but um. I, I can see I can see this going best two out of three. I mean, obviously uh, something's got to give. And and when you said that there's nothing for Finn Balor, I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think that it's not that there's nothing okay. for Finn Balor right now. It's that they just need to kind of kill a little time and get a few storylines out of the way because they're setting up to do something with Finn Balor. Obviously, the crowd wants him. They love him. We all know that he still hasn't gotten his fair shot uh, at the universal title again. Uh, they've kept it kind of under wraps. It's only a matter of time before Finn Balor gets in that title picture. Uh, right now, they're just kind of, 
I, I think they're just kind of uh, almost preoccupying him for a little bit. You know, I, I definitely don't think that not having anything for him is the actual term. It's just um, giving him something to do for the time being and, um, and keeping him in there because I think once this whole thing with Bray Wyatt's over, what's next for Finn Balor? It's going to be the chase to, to regain that title. And, and hey, remember, okay. a lot of people, uh, this is my last thing. Remember what everybody was talking about, you know, I, I, which, which I'll t- we'll touch on this later, but I think the universal ch- title will not change. And P- I, I think at some point we still will see Finn versus Brock. Just throwing that out there. Well, I don't know, because Brock's supposed to be taking time off, so to speak. We'll see, but we don't know that for sure. But, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, did I get? But, uh, oh, yeah, but uh, I think I think I, I, I hate to say this, but I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for uh, not go, but I think Bray Wyatt's gonna come out victorious on on Sunday. Okay, okay, fair enough. And as far as my choosing, then hmm. <laughs> should we let him stew a little longer? I think we're gonna let him stew a little longer because we're gonna save the one that we're gonna be talking about for last. And I'm going to go for it. And he's laughing. You can hear him laughing in the background, folks. All right. I'm going to go with the title match. The Beast versus the Monster Among Men. Braun Strowman. Braun. Well, oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I still remember back talking with Nate uh, several months back, and I think you were there too, Alex, for sure. Uh, I wasn't sure what to make of this guy. I really wasn't because without Bray Wyatt, who the hell was this guy? I mean, right, he didn't talk. Right. He, he, was, he, was a, he was a quiet beast that beat the hell out of you. And that was it. And put on a mask and, I am the monster among men. You know, that's all I heard. <laughs> well, okay. That's all. And that's kind of still what I'm hearing now, but he's backing it up. Clearly, he's backed it up over the last several months. Going into this, this is the first time in a long time that the champion is, doesn't have the odds in his favor. And people are expecting Braun to walk out with the title. Now, going back to what I mentioned earlier, if indeed it is true that Brock is going to be taking some, some time off until at least WrestleMania or maybe the Rumble, you need a champion that's going to be there every week, clearly. But at the same time, do you leave the title on your biggest draw in the last five years? Or do you put it on the new guy that they're backing 100%, 110% right now? I'd have to go with Braun leaving with the title. I really do. I don't think he's going to be the best so champion. Already? But then again, like I said, I, I don't – I'm not going to say he's going to be the worst either. You know, uh, but that's that's my pick going out of that title match. We see a new universal champion. Oh, man. I You know, this is, this is so hard. This is so hard, man. Um Hang on a second. Casey Jones, check it out. If you want to call us on Pipe Bomb Radio, uh, click the link. The number will be on there. Give us a call so you can give us your prediction on the two main events, unless you want to give it to us right here on the uh, on the live feed, and we'll just go ahead and work it into the show. So uh, whatever is best for you, we'll roll that way. Uh, the Pipe Bomb Radio number, for those of you who might want it, as we're wrapping this thing up slowly, the phone number is area code 347 If you guys want to jump in, give us some uh, predictions or your thoughts, 
Once again, 347-202-0399. But as I was saying, um, you know, it, it's so hard at this point because obviously Braun Strowman has manhandled Brock Lesnar. Every time they have literally touched, Braun has manhandled Brock. From SummerSlam to the buildup, I mean, I, I mean, really, he got up. I mean, I think Braun Strowman and Leo Rush are, are like the same person because Leo Rush took a powerbomb off of the, the, damn, the damn ladder and stood right back up when he went through a table, and Braun Strowman takes a German suplex and gets right back up. So uh, I, I think they're the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm just that, that's my speculation. I think Leo Rush and Braun Strowman are the same person. But anyway, um, you know, with, with that being said, um, you know, Braun Braun has not taken anything from Brock Lesnar. A couple of shots, and then he reverses it, and just whips his ass, and leaves him laying. Um, it's just one of those things where I think uh, the buildup, man, is so it, it's so intricate because you you got to look at you got to look at in between the lines. I just everybody thought that after SummerSlam, Brock was going to take time off and go back to uh, back to UFC. Nobody expected Brock Lesnar to win at SummerSlam. Everybody was doing the whole uh, John Jones and all this other stuff, but. I mean, John Jones just failed another drug test, so that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, I don't think Brock is going anywhere just yet. We're we're getting awfully close to WrestleMania season. Um, I I, I just don't think Brock is going anywhere just yet. Uh, I I mean, are are they going to literally let the man who beat The Undertaker? I mean, granted, okay, wait, 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 let let me stop there because Goldberg back. No, 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 hold on. I'm not, I'm not. Nothing, nothing about the Undertaker. I had to, I had to catch myself because they, they did let Goldberg come in here and just beat Brock Lesnar in a matter of you know a minute, um, you know. But but I mean, when you look at the whole situation, are they going to let Braun Strowman come in here and just dominate Brock Lesnar? I, I but then again, I don't see how Brock Lesnar can beat Braun Strowman. But then again. Roman Reigns already beat Braun Strowman, so uh, I, I think I think Bra- uh, Braun is gonna dominate the match, but I think still the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight Universal Champion will still be Brock Lesnar um, at the end of this match. I don't think Brock Lesnar is gonna get much on him, but I think he's gonna find a way to win at the end. So that's my prediction. Okay. Now, my question to you, Alex, then, is do we take the call first, or do we give our thoughts on what everybody, I'm sure, is waiting to hear you say and what I have to say, but definitely what most people would feel like is the main, actual main event of uh, No Mercy between John Cena and Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a caller who's calling in right now. He's calling in from uh, Louisiana. Yeah, let's take it. I'm not sure who it is. I haven't screened it yet. So, again, you know, those of you guys who follow Pipe Bomb Radio over the years know I'm not very, very calm about this. So, here we go. All right. You are on the air with Alex and Felix. What's your question or your comment, please? Hey, guys. Uh, I was just watching Alex's stream. This is Casey from Pro Wrestling Roundabout. What's up, man? How you oh, doing? All right. Good. How's it going? Doing well, doing well. Uh, Felix, for those of you who don't know, 
Pro Wrestling Roundabout is another uh, podcast company locally out of here in uh, Louisiana, and uh, very, very good friends of mine. I had the pleasure of being a guest on the show with Bryce. I have not met Casey yet, but he will be at the one-year anniversary show, so uh, um, we should have a very good uh, insight with with some uh, experienced uh, wrestling research fans and and hosts and whatnot, so (laughs) Felix, your fear of having some freaking blowjob come on the show and just screw everything up. You're good. Wow. Alex just said blowjob <laughs> on the air. I don't think I've ever thought that happen. It's pipe bomb radio for a reason. I can say what I want. This is true. <laughs> this is true. In case you don't have any question or your comments, go for it. All right. So I have a, um, a prediction on what's going to happen for these uh, two main events. I can save the Cena and Reigns one since obviously um, I, I think everybody can agree that this will probably be the main event. Um, I think that Cena and Reigns, I won't explain why, but I don't think that match will actually happen. I think that's going to be saved. Um, but I do I do think, I'll, I'll go ahead and give a little spoiler, because we will have our own prediction show on Sunday. But I do think that Braun Strowman is going to take the title off of Brock uh, this Sunday. I don't think he'll hold it for long. I think he'll probably hold it until the Rumble. Um and I think that's where we will see uh, a few other storylines play in. Um, if you guys can't hold me on the on the uh, on the line for that long, I understand. I'll go ahead and comment it in the uh, in Alex's uh, stream. But I do think that Braun Strowman is taking the title off of Brock tonight. I think he's held it a lot longer than people thought he would, and uh, I think it's about time we take it off him because I don't want to see him hold it all the way till WrestleMania. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. No, I, I, I mean, and I mean, as far as I'm, go go ahead, Felix. No, no, no. I was just going to say because he he was waiting. He was going to wait to leave the uh, the comment in regards to the Cena Roman match. Uh, either till we till we speak about it, or well, I'll tell you what. How about this? Since we've still we've got roughly about fifteen minutes left, you're yeah, more than welcome to hang with us for the last fifteen minutes, Casey, and uh, give your thoughts. We call you the quote unquote awesome. the uh, guest co-host, if you will, for the last fifteen minutes. Hey. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Awesome. All right. Fair enough. So, I'm sorry that I got that out of the way. So, gentlemen, uh, I believe one of you guys had something to say. If not, we can move on to the last match of the night. Yeah. Well, well um, I, I know. I, in, in what Casey was saying, I, I heard him say something along the lines of, uh, you know thinking Strowman won't hold it for long and then leading into the Royal Rumble. Go ahead and, I mean, if, if we're talking Brock and, and Braun, let's let's go ahead and say what you got to say, man. You know, finish, finish it up, and then we'll jump over to Cena and Reigns. Uh, are we talking to the uh, honorary co-host here? Yes, yes, talking, of to, talking to you. All right, all right. Uh, I, I, think that, um, I think that Braun will take it. I think we'll see Brock disappear until the Rumble. And I think uh, Brock will show back up in the in the build up to the Rumble, and that's where we will see Brock get his rematch. Um, whether or not we see um, whether or not we see that is left up to debate. Um, and honestly, whether we see that or not will honestly depend on the Roman and uh, Cena match. Um, because if not Brock getting a title shot at the Rumble for his title, I believe that it will be either Cena or Roman. Uh, but for different reasons. <sighs> you know, oh man, you, you just know, made his I mind. Mean, that, yes, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, those are those are very, that, that's very <laughs> <I'm> kidding. 
those, those are really good predictions. I, I, I really love it. Um, you know, but, oh, boy, this is so, so intricate, man, because so many things could happen. If, if if Braun Strowman comes in here and manhandles Brock Lesnar, when will we when will we see Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar's rematch? Will we you know? But then again, you know what what? I, I mean, does it does it discredit or, or does it make Brock Lesnar really not much of a factor? You know, if Brock comes back, if he disappears for a little bit and comes back to challenge for the title again, I mean. And if it's Braun Strowman, I mean, is it really going to be as serious as the fire? I mean, look how long they took to build this up. They teased it, they teased it, they put them all in, a, in the same match together, but now they finally have a one-on-one match. Is will will a part two be as, as, as meaningful as part one? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Um, and, and then again, I mean, now, you know, obviously, I, I don't think I think this is going to be Brock's last title run for a while. Uh, they just they, they they can't keep doing this for a while. There's too many other guys, and there's too many other guys that are there full time, and 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 is going to show up each and every week. And we got to start taking a different direction. Um, I mean, we've we've literally had Brock for like at least the last two two and a half years. Enough of him. Um, but uh, I, I guess I mean we, we talked a little bit of Cena and Reigns. Let's just I, I guess Felix. I mean let, let's close it up and start heading out. Uh, Finishing up the show, I mean, hey, uh, the next match, obviously, is John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Felix, take it away. Fair enough. I guess I can start it. And because I know I know uh, Alex is itching to give me his feedback. I know he definitely is. He's waiting <laughs> to see where I'm going with this. And bum, it's okay. Bum, bum. It's okay because he, he and I have uh, – shut up. He and I <laughs> – <laughs> he and I have gone back and forth. And, and again, let me just make this very clear. I don't have anything bad to say about Cena. Really, I don't. I don't. I just don't know if he needs to either be done or step aside. I'm not saying he hasn't already, because he has. Uh, but they don't God, invest do in other, other new stars. Shut up already. Can I get my point across and let you cut me off? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. They don't invest anybody. They Obviously, they tried with, with Roman. They did. And he floundered and failed horribly. But this match has kind of triggered an interest, people interested in seeing what he's going to do. Is he going to step up or step out of the way? In this match, if it does happen, because I, I did hear that there are possibilities, maybe thoughts that maybe it won't. If it, does, if it does happen, in case you can elaborate on that, if it does happen, because of the fact that Corsina is stepping away to film his movie, and the fact that he cannot be getting hurt while making so that way he can make this movie. If it does happen, I don't see Cena leaving the winner. And frankly, go off and make your movie, come back, and then spoil the Royal Rumble for everybody and come back and win it again for the hundredth time. <clears throat> again, nothing against Cena, nothing against him at all, but he's not the one I'm choosing to win. And I'm not a fan of Roman either. But the intrigue in the words back and forth is what kept people interested, myself included. All right there. He's been itching, so fire away. What you got to say, Sunshine? Okay. Let me, first of all, the fact that you still are saying that you don't know if it's time for Cena to walk away or there is no way. There is no way. Ain't no way. I hate the word ain't, but there is no way. 
that it is time to get rid of John Cena. That man is still. I didn't say get rid of him. I did not say that. No, no, you, but, 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 but you said, but you said, hey, do you think you know, like, pretty much is he done? Should he just go away? For no, a no, while? no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me at least defend myself in that instance because the thing with that is that I'm not so much saying that he needs to go away because you know he is who he is. It's the fact that they have to continue to resort to go back to him to get ratings. Period. If they invested the time, effort, and money that they invested in this man into others who have the potential to do what he's done, possibly surpass what he's done, then I think we would have a relevant star, and Cena doesn't have to worry about coming back. Not that he's worried, because he apparently does a million and a half different things anyway. But the man's over, the man's 40 years old. The man's looking to do other things. He's trying to venture out. Let him do that. Let him go ahead and, and come back whenever he wants. Let him be a part-timer. He's earned that. That's all I'm saying. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, which I understand your point, but 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 I still, right now, John Cena is really not an investment. You can't say that that you know it, it's, that they're investing all this money. I think John Cena at this point is a payoff. Um, he is he is giving these guys, yeah, he is basically a payoff to the WWE now because they're making they're getting their ratings from him. He still has at merch merchandise sales still out the roof. John Cena's legacy. Sure. And, and what he brings to the table is why people turn on the TV on Monday nights now and, and previously Tuesday nights. So John Cena, as of right now, is still the, the, the bread and butter of the company. Um, because, again, look at everybody they're bringing in, and, and still nobody can lace Cena's, well, his shoes. I was about to say boots, but his shoes. Um, now, now, as far as the match goes, okay. I, I, I'm curious to hear because this is the first time I'm hearing that the match might not happen. But, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's not going to end the way people want it to end. I, I don't think there's going to be a winner just yet, uh, you know, because think about it. Um, what good does it do if John Cena wins this match? You know, is it going to, quote, unquote, very young talent? Is it going to basically prove that John Cena's ready, not ready to pass the torch yet? And then... What good does it do if Roman Reigns wins? Well, obviously, if Roman Reigns wins, it's, hey, you know, he's beaten Undertaker. Now he's beaten John Cena. So now, basically, the torch is passed, and, you know, basically, Roman Reigns is the guy. I, I don't think that him winning is going to happen just yet, but I don't think John Cena winning is going to happen just yet either. Um, something's got to there, – there's something much bigger than what they're doing. I mean, who knows? Maybe there could be a winner, but I, I still think that – they they just gave Roman Reigns the victory over The Undertaker. They gave Roman Reigns victory over Braun Strowman. But I do not think that John Cena is going to be the next on the, the Roman's lane. I mean, the Roman Reigns uh, defeat list. I think John Cena, if there is a winner, John Cena will win the match. But do I think I, – but I don't think it's going to end the way everyone's thinking. And I don't think that uh, – me personally, I don't think this match is going to have a winner. Um I, I don't know. I just, I, it, it just, I don't see Roman Reigns winning just yet, even though they're letting John Cena win on the mic, uh, you know, and, and now Roman Reigns was trying to use that whole pass promo with the rock. I mean, yeah, it was a good closing promo heading into the match, but still, I just think there's something much bigger brewing. So, um, I'm still going to pick Cena no matter what. <laughs> Big shocker there. Casey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Casey, so 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 
Take it away. Enlighten us, please. Okay, so Alex, you kind of stole the words right out of my mouth. Um, I know I said that I don't think this match is going to happen. I don't think this match is going to have a clean finish, if I should um, elaborate. I don't think that we will have a definitive winner in Rome or in Cena. Um, I think we might see an outside interference that might set up a triple threat at the next pay-per-view. Um, I, my, my, immediate, my immediate thought that uh, comes to my head when I think about an outside interference is maybe a returning Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah. Who helped set up? Who helped set up a, uh, a feud between? It's not one of them, both of them. It sets up a triple threat. That way, it's easy to keep Roman and Cena safe. Now, why I think it's important to keep both of them safe? I think Braun. Um, oh, also, before I continue with that, let me. I want to also make a bold statement. I heard. I believe it was you, Alex, that said that you think this is going to be Brock's last title reign for a long time. Um, right. I think this might be Brock's last title reign. Ever as a world champion. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, now, the way I see this playing out, I believe we see Braun winning the title uh, at No Mercy. I believe that we then don't we don't see a, uh, a clean finish between Roman and Cena. Um, and then maybe Roman or Cena get to battle Braun at the Rumble uh, for a title shot. One of them takes the title off of Roman. And um, or off of Braun, sorry. Uh, one of them takes the title off of Braun. I know this is gonna this is gonna go deep. I've done a lot of thinking about it. Um, Braun will cost Brock the uh, the Rumble match earlier in the night when it looks like he's going to win, and so that will set up an actual match between Brock and Braun at uh, WrestleMania because I think they're bigger than the championship. I don't think they need the championship to feel legitimate. And I also think that will set up John Cena and Roman Reigns in a proper match for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Oh, very nice. Not, not a bad idea. I kind of like where that goes, and yeah, it allows Cena to to leave leave with his head leave in one piece, so to speak, not injured, so he can go make his movie. And meanwhile, yep. while he's away, maybe they'll put the Roman Reigns and, and Samoa Joe thing into action for a little while to keep everybody busy yep. and occupied in the meantime. So, not a bad yeah, thought process here, Casey. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Definitely. And um, my last thing I want to bring to your attention, Casey, if you have any comments, please feel free to share in regards to uh, <clears throat> Bobby the Brain Heenan. Any, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I was very saddened uh, to hear about the news. Um, Alex, you know Bryce, my co-host, he um, texted me the the morning that it happened and uh, let me know that he had passed. And um, I, I was um, I was heartbroken, man. I, I hate hearing about um, deaths in the wrestling world. I mean, a lot of people knew that it was coming with um, with the brain. Uh, he was he was suffering very badly from uh, I believe throat cancer. So uh, right. just, sad, mm-hmm. just sad to see, just sad to hear. Um, I hate seeing talents go. In the last three years, we've lost so much incredible talent. Uh, you know, Roddy Piper, Dusty yeah. Rhodes, Bobby the Brain Heenan. We've just lost so much. And um, we, we made a post on our Instagram, on our Facebook, on our website um, to kind of do a little tribute to Bobby the Brain because, in my opinion, uh, the probably the best wrestling manager, among other things, of all time. So definitely a big loss to the wrestling world. I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate you totally sharing agree. your thoughts with us on that. Yeah. And Casey, we do appreciate you joining us uh, for this these these last couple of segments here. 
And Alex, any any final words for Casey, please? No man, th- thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, man. And uh, you know, next time we uh, may- maybe maybe uh, you can stop by again. Uh, talk to Felix, myself, and Nate on uh, next Tuesday after No Mercy, and uh, see see kind of how these predictions play out. And you know, maybe on the back end of the show, have you back, and you know, maybe just kind of chit chat about the aftermath. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a, a, rest, a wrestling going. forum, if you will, a round table. <laughs> like a wrestling yeah, yeah. if you will. Table for four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Well, that could work, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey. Appreciate you joining us tonight, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right. Good night. Good night. All righty. Well, with that, we start to bring the show to a close. Now, a couple of things, as we put out there, Alex kind of spoiled the surprise and telling everybody we'll be back next week. Although, I guess it's not too big of a surprise because technically, although we only do two shows a month, technically next week would have been the time that we came back on the air. So I guess it's not too big of a surprise either way. Yeah. Tonight was more of a surprise, but it was more of a (laughs) – it was more of a – it had to happen, in my opinion, because this was a huge chunk of my youth that, that unfortunately has left us already. And just a lot of people from my, my, my youth have, have already done, have gone passed on. And it's hard. It's hard to see it happen because they brought so much entertainment and, 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 and uh, lots of laughs. And, you know, they, the people you love to hate, but loved them even more for what they did. So many have gone, passed on, and so forth. And it, it is sad. And I felt like I needed to do something. It was, it, maybe it wasn't a whole lot. Maybe it wasn't much. But I felt like we had to do something. And I'm glad we did. As far as No Mercy, I will be there this Sunday night in Los Angeles uh, to watch it happen as, as it, right there in person. And I'm looking forward to it. It's my first event at the Stable Center in, God, I want to say eight years. So I'm ready. I'm ready wow. to go back there. And I'm usually traveling okay. to WrestleMania. I don't do Staples Centers. Gosh, I haven't done Staples Center in years. But anyways, I'm looking forward to it. And unfortunately, we couldn't get the Godfather here tonight. He, he had to take care of some prior business, prior business commitments, and we will have him back on next week. Other than that, anything else that you want to add? Any final words, Alex? Um, no. Anybody who wants to just keep up with what's coming up in the next uh, next few weeks, where I'll be, what I'm doing, uh, what I'm thinking. Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Snapchat, and Instagram, all at Alex Cruz Nation. That's A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. Um, for everybody who stopped by on the live feed, and uh, for Casey representing Pro, um, Pro Wrestling Roundabout, we uh, we definitely appreciate you guys uh, stopping by. And thanks for putting this together, Felix. It's good to, good to hear from you uh, a week later. Um, even though you know we didn't have to wait two weeks, so hey, it's always it's always fun just to kind of get get grouped up and chit chat again and um, kind sure. of uh, with all due respect, shoot the shit like they always say. So uh, it's, it's good to just kind of hang out and, and oh, talk. Oh, so now you're gonna never be Of course, of course. <laughs> We're winding so the, down. So that so whole, I have uh, again. Okay, okay. I was gonna say so that whole. Uh, feel about uh, the, the, the the potty mouth that you had earlier it was just a facade, right? Just an alter ego, if you will. Moment. I was in the moment, okay? Fair enough. 
And I, you know, I had to give you, I had to rattle your chains a little bit because that's just what I do, you know. But um, anyways, I, I felt like we did a good show tonight. I think uh, right, that, Nick fun, would man. be proud. Yeah, uh, meantime, I think I'm Stacy for calling in tonight, and there you go. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> but I think we did a great show. Uh, again, we we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, we are on iTunes and Stitcher, we are on God knows what else we're on, but we're on a lot of things. And if anything, lately the last couple of weeks we have been doing Facebook lives. I'm still in the air about doing a Facebook live myself through the Pipe Bomb page. I'll give it a little bit more thought as the, as we continue on with the shows and see what what because I don't want nobody. I, why would anybody want to see this mug on a computer screen? I know I wouldn't. I mean, just saying. Alex Alex is a young guy. He's he's a good looking guy. He's got the, the 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 fans behind him. He's got the 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 teeny boppers that want to want to date him. He's oh my god, he's so teeny, you know. I'm an old guy. I, what the hell would people want to see me for? You know, just saying. Uh, hey, anyway, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you'd be surprised. What's that? I say you'd be surprised, Felix. You might actually draw, man. You might, you might, you might uh, boost up ratings. <laughs> remember, well, remember, I'm as the man, Nate and I I'm the man say, behind the show. Yes, as Nate and I always say, you are the under Felix. So it's all good. Under. Really, really. Yep. Yep. You can ask us next week about the under Felix. <laughs> oh, righty, guys. Uh, On behalf of Alex and myself here for Pipe Bomb Radio's Tribute to the Brain, we want to thank you again for joining us. We will be back next week. And in the meantime, humanoids and ham and eggers, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Good night, everybody. Talk to you soon, pal. Take care, man. Talk to you, talk to you soon. Good night. All right. All right, bye.